I'm gonna start talking. <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? We back. Real Ninja Reviews. We got a guest tonight. Right, right. This man is a digital artist, illustrator, character designer, writer. Man, look, he did Axe Cop, Freaks, X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Last but not least, Trail League. Anthony Piper, y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. You got to add in Ghost Rider in there, man. You got to add in Spider-Man. Uh, what else have I worked on? Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Riri. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, man. So, it's a list of projects. But, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. I'm going to post all of that up. All of that. Every Everything that y'all named on the video on YouTube, we going to see the covers all of man. that. So. <laughs> Well, At know. first, I got to let y'all know how I discovered Anthony Piper. I was on my IG days. I stumbled on, um, it's another black comic, uh, Teflon Funk. I, I just felt, I okay. discovered them. I seen them. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Da, 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 da. But I couldn't find no kind of like, I thought it was a comic. I thought it was an album. I'm like, hold on, is this? But then like, <laughs> and then it's like people you may know popped up. And I seen this little dude with a high top and look like Robin. I said, oh, shit, what's this? Clicked on it. Trilly. And I ever since, I ever since, art style, everything, and I find out who it was, and there was a, a brother. Rest is history. So, got y'all Anthony Piper yeah. here, man, because your boy's a fan. Right. Pleasure, pleasure, man. Pleasure to have you here, man. Like I, I'm gonna double down on what uh what Sean is saying because I ran into your stuff on Instagram years ago when you was doing the trilogy and just the characters and how you you know what I'm saying, how bold they were, how real they were. Uh just everything that bled through all of your illustrations, you know what I'm saying? And the backdrops of all the stories and the details when you start doing the bios of the characters, when the trilogy stuff was getting together on the Kickstarter and stuff, when you, oh man, it, it was so dope. Like it was so, it was so dope. It was so refreshing. It felt like you feel, uh, like a space where I, don't, I hope I'm not being rude saying this, where something like Boondocks was, cause it was, it was nothing that was as, I mean, I don't want to be rude to nobody else. I want to say high quality, but look at it. The quality and then <laughs> the representation, the representation, you know what I'm saying? That didn't have, it, it still don't exist too much, even right now. So running into your stuff after, you know, that big void that Boondocks left. Oh man, I, I, I'm so I'm I'm still hyped, yeah. dog. Like I, I serious, I feel like giddy. You like the first guest we had on here, where I feel like literally giddy about the stuff because I'm excited to hear what you got to say about your stuff, man. So pleasure to have you. I appreciate, it, bro. Yo, you taking me down memory lane, man. Like yo, when I created that project back in 2014, man, I you know I got you know fond memories of uh creating that, and a lot of people, you know, they was comparing it to the Boondocks because I think it actually came out. I think. It might have been the same year that when it ended. Yeah. yeah, I think you know, when that lackluster mm. season came out, I think I, I created mm-hmm. around the same time, man. And so a lot of people was making that comparison. You know, they was kind of like, "Yo, you know, this is kind of like the Boondocks meets Justice League and stuff like that, man." So, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't shy away from the comparison yeah. at all. You know, because I like when I know when I like yeah. I was telling you before we started this, like the representation is everything. Like 
usually when you see black characters in any kind of media, they either be black and their lips be pink as shit. And like it's a separate <laughs> connection from their face. And like your drawings is like it draw you know, black people got voluptuous got well, I was about to say voluptuous lips, bro. But no <laughs> like like you know what I'm saying, volume to our lips. Like and you drew you and the way yeah, you yeah, yeah. drew it, it just was like, yeah, I do. And then like the way you drew Mick, like what's what's the mixed girl name with the pink ring? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was fighting. Uh, was it the one that was that uh, Sparrow was driving in the car with with? Um... Oh, oh, uh, yo, uh, yeah. That was that, yeah, that, that, that's the Beyonce. Uh, yeah, see, like, you, like how you drew it, like, you portrayed a, light, a mixed character, a light skinned character, and we knew from how you drew it without, oh, that girl white, or you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, I got, I, the funny thing is, I got a homie that says that I got a problem because he says I even draw my white women, like black women, you know? <laughs> it sounds like they lips, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Body type and shit like that. So, oh, they'd be you know, happy I, for that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> Yo, that's like the trend now, right? Right, that's what they try um, to do anyway. So, yeah, man. Um, no, nah, bro, you know, like, uh, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, man, and so, you know, that's one of the most segregated cities, you know, um, in the country. And so, with that being said, you know, all I seen was us, you know, growing up. Yeah. So, and I was taking all that in, man, and, you know, like, I always just wanted to reflect, you know what I'm saying, everything about us into the world of fantasy, man, whether it was comics yeah. or animation, you know, in terms of how we looked, in terms of how we talk, you know, um, our humor, you know what I'm saying, the things it is that's important to us and shit like that. So I just, you know, I just, that's just what naturally came to me. Like, I, I wasn't intending to, you know what I'm saying, try to, like, make a separate lane for myself. You know, it's that's just what it is that I knew, you yeah. know? And, you know, to, you know, inserting us into, you know, certain situations naturally, you know, adds a little bit of yeah. humor to the shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, yep. we just happen to be, you know, like some of the funniest motherfuckers out there, you know, we, we yeah. make light of everything, you know? Yep. Um, we wouldn't so, survive without that. We wouldn't even exactly. be here without, without that sense of humor. Exactly, man. So, you know, uh, you know, it was just something that just kind of like, just kind of came out organically, you know, I wasn't even trying to create like, you know, this franchise, this IP, anything like that. I was just having fun with the shit, you know, and, um, Back when I created it, man, you know, my first character that I drew was Sparrow. At the time, uh, people was calling him Trill Robin. And then um, the second character I created was Soul. And I had just, you know, drew Green Lantern, you know what I'm saying? Creating, you know, doing the activator things, you know, to the Jerry Curl, you know, creating like a big ass, you know, pimp hand and shit like that. And then it was like from there, at that point, the second character, after that had went like crazy viral, like, I was like, okay, I was like, you got something. So I just started, you know, creating these characters, man, and adding voices to them. And then just my natural, you know, um, storytelling just kind of came out, my humor and shit like that. Because I've always been a, you know, i always been yeah. a goofy kid. You know, I used to always tell jokes and do stupid shit, you know, growing up. So I just took the, those sensibilities and added it to, you know, the superhero shit yeah. that it is that I've known. And uh, just created this product. So let me... Man, I got a... I got... I got a question for you. Now, seeing as you work for the likes of Marvel and like in lieu of working for them and you see how they do you like you see how they move and work and like that. 
did you take those things, incorporate some of that into truly as far as like, um, you know, the action scene, action, like the action shots. Um, okay. So when I was working, so when I first created, so true league was like the first thing. Well, before I did true league, I was doing freelance work. I, my, my main thing that I was known for prior to doing comics and stuff like that, I was doing mix mixtape cover art and album art. And I had probably like 50, you know, mixtape covers up under my belt. You know, I did for like local artists, you know what I'm saying? People online that, you know, was, you know, hiring me. And, you know, that's how my yeah. name was kind of circulating. And I was doing some comic work and that was my intention at first was to get into comics and animation. But, you know, what I was being hired for online was the mixtape cover stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so then I, like I accidentally created Shirley, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just kind of like, you know, put a lot of energy into that. And then that's when the animation studios and the comic, you know, companies started approaching me for doing work. And so when I started working for Marvel, my first project that I worked on for them was uh, I did, they were doing a hip hop, you know, variant um, covers. Rogers cover, yeah. And so I think I forget which was my first one. My first you one. You did those? Yeah, I, I did. I did two of them. Which you know, they, they hired a, I did the Naughty by Nature one, yeah. which was the Thunderbolts, and I did the uh, Big Daddy Kane, the Iron Man one, which I didn't like. I got. I didn't one. do that one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Right, he talking about the. He talking about I think the, that I was uh, about the Iron Man. Big Daddy Kane. But yeah, I did two of them. I didn't really care for the ones that I did, man. I kind of felt like you know, I was I, I just came into the game, so I kind of feel like they gave like the really dope concepts to like yeah. the heavy hitters. And then you know, they kind of gave, you know, the lackluster ones, you know what I'm saying, to the newbie. So it's it's all good. I wasn't tripping on it. But um, after I did that project, uh, my editor approached me. And he was like, yo, you know, he's like, I think, you know, we should get you to start writing. So Method Man had wrote a story for yeah. Ghost Rider, um, yeah. but it didn't have any dialogue to it. So, you know, he just had like a basic concept. So he was, mm-hmm. my editor was like, yo, he was like, how do you feel about writing and illustrating this? So that was my first project with Marvel as far as illustrating and writing. And that then, was, I, um, didn't know, I didn't know Method Man had something to do with that. With the Ghost Rider thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was his, I, that was his concept. So why? And he been trying to get into the MCU. He been trying to get into, he been trying to push to be Cable. I, it seemed like he would have some kind of plug with something being that he, you know what I'm saying, was involved with the comic on the comic side. He might, I mean, he might got some, I mean, I'm sure he got some connects, you know what I'm saying, being from New York and shit like that. Uh, as far as like being cast in the MCU, I'm not even sure. You know, they might, you know, as they, as they start building the X-Men yeah. thing up. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, they start, they work with a lot of hip-hop stars and stuff like that, man. And uh, But through that process, you know what I'm saying, like, I, it kind of started to change my style because I had to start using more inks and heavy mm-hmm. blacks and stuff like that. So it did translate into that book, uh, the first episode. So, you know what I'm saying, like, I took a lot of that stuff that I learned from working, you know, from doing Marvel stuff uh as far as like you know like using heavy black yeah. inks and stuff like that and i kind of like mashed it up against my animation style because i was already working in the industry on a couple of animated projects so i just kind of like you know blended the two okay okay now seeing that go you want to go you got your questions dog or you you good no i i wanted to know it's kind of off it's not on the same beat as what y'all was just talking about artistically. Mine was more so I wanted to know how you felt about something like the boys in relation to, you know, something like you working on your original IP with, uh, with Trilly. 
You know what I mean? Because it's as as I look, whenever I I compare, it's messed up. But your work is truly I set as the base of any anti-hero or like alternative hero type of stories. I literally use Trill League as a baseline to where I compare all of those other types of stories to, because you can say like the, just the flavor and stuff that you add is like the, like you were saying that I didn't know you was from Chicago. I knew you was from the Midwest and where I could tell how you, I can tell by your voice. I hear your accent. I knew you was from the Midwest, but, uh, but Chicago and like your your focus on like the shoes and like the accessories and so that's what I'm saying. I can, it's hard and as I say, I compare your stuff to, uh, you know, to the, to those other works. I compare it more favorably to your stuff because of just what it brings and the aesthetic, the aesthetics and stuff that you that you focus on and, and that you add to it is. I don't know, man. I, I I wanted to know how you, how you feel about some of some of the works that your, some of your stuff may be compared to. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan of the boys. I didn't really care for the second season as much because um, I kind of felt it was getting a little, it was trying to dwell too much. It's like, you know, like the political mm-hmm. shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, which I, I you know, that's like kind of like the current trend right now, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as far as like, you know, being compared to the boys, you know, like, yo, man, you know, just taking, you know, those character archetypes of, you know, what DC established, you know what I'm saying? And kind of like, you know, turn them on their head, man. I mean, everybody's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you had Tick, you got the boys, you know, even, you know, Marvel has their own version with, uh, what's, what are they called again? I forget what's, what Marvel's version is called. Not, the, Marvel, the, huh? not the New Mutants. Um, no, nah, nah, it's not the New Mutants. It's, uh, dang, man. It's right there. The name of it. But they have, they have their own version, you know what I'm saying, of those DC characters. You know, they got, like, the, the chick with – she has, like, spectrum powers, and she's supposed to be, like, the Green Lantern. Um, I think Hyperion is, uh, like, the Superman. Yeah. You know, they got yeah, – Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so once you said Hyperion. Yeah, so, they, yeah, you know, they got they their own version cool. of, like, DC yeah. characters, man. And, you know, everybody do their own little spin to it, you know. So, I mean, you know, to take black culture, you know, take hip-hop and all that stuff like that and do it, you know, nobody's done it before. You know, um, so you know, I, I kind of feel like you know, I'm ta- I'm basically taking you know something that everybody knows and you know, kind of flipping yeah. it on its head, you know, which is what everybody kind of does now, you know, and just adding your own little twist to it, man. So it's you know, and I felt like I did it yeah. pretty well, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. adding, you know, all aspects, you know what I'm saying, from our humor, you know what I'm saying, to our music, our culture, our fashion, you know what I'm saying, the way we talk, all that stuff, you know. I tried to make sure I inserted all of that in there, you know. And, you know, just create, like, a really dope product, you know, for us. You know, our own version of our own superheroes, man, that, you know, that we felt like we could relate to. Yeah. Because that's one of the things about Black superheroes that, like, I kind of feel like, you know, like, all representations of them, you know, um, they all feel, like, really regal. Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of, like, Black Panther, Storm, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, Jon Stewart, like, the way they talk, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, mad regal, which, you know, it's dope, you know what I'm saying? But to have, like, a character that talks you know authentically mm-hmm. like how we talk you know what i'm saying and moves how we move man you know you don't really see that you know and i don't even necessarily know if marvel and dc will be willing to do that you know we'll see maybe with static you know once they bring static to you know the you know the real world you know they mm-hmm. start doing the films and the movies TV yeah, and all that yeah. stuff like that you know we'll see how they kind of you know pull him off but yeah man i just kind of feel like a lot of these you know white companies kind of afraid to you know 
dwell into that, you know, and rightfully so. I get it. They sprinkle know? it. They sprinkle it in. That's that's what yeah. they do. Like they add the shoes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And they have focus on the one pair of shoes. But that's the thing. Your characters, mm-hmm. they all got dope kicks. And it's all different styles. It ain't it ain't just sneakers. You got the boots, then you got the the one uh you know one, the women's fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got all of that. So it's like all of it. Big step. That's what. Uh, they saying you saying you don't know if they dive into it. They just like you said, they scare. So they gonna give it give it a little. Yeah, they they sprinkle it in there, man. Just just a tad bit. You know what I'm saying to get get our attention. But once they see know, that, they so. for it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, for that's, sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that's that's why they seen. No, it was uh, they actually you seen the numbers when they added more diversity into you know the MCU and how much more money they was making. I mean, you know, the movie we all know the movie Shit, industry is all based on Black Panther alone, man. Right. Yep. Black just Panther that alone, alone changed everything. Yeah. Too much money. Too yeah. much money. He it brought in like so they had to they had to listen even though they still trying to ignore it. I'm, they used to, I want to see what they do with Static too. I want to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll we, we'll see, man. I know they they got big plans for him, and I mean, he is that you know. Yeah. I think he is a bankable character. It's just a question of how you know they're gonna approach it. I'm not sure if they're gonna go based on what it is that they did with the reboot, you know, uh, or if you know they're gonna try to go a completely different direction. You know, I I would have loved to have you know kind of had some some input into Static. You know, I, they kind of they kind of approached me for it, um, but I think I was talking a little too big game. You know, I think they I think they okay. thought that I was too yeah. big <laughs> for what it is Word. I was talking about, so they kind of ignored it. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm not a big fan of what it is that they're doing with it in a book right now. But you know, that don't necessarily mean that that's yeah. what's going to translate to the screen. That's true. It's going to be a whole different thing once it enter, yeah. once it start going into the film. Yeah. film around because it's going to depend on who's going to be associated with it yep. who they're going to get who they're going to cast because that, that's going to change yep. everything who who they yep. cast as the main dude and the thing, yep. about, everything. And the thing yep. about it is it's like gonna change it all versus like you know how marvel movies these characters they bring like the like the black community don't be having a clue who it is i feel like with static it'd be a lot easier mm-hmm. because a lot of these people that's our adults now grew up with static so they can finally have something to follow along with and I, me, yeah. but not to mention his origin too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It is like Mad Street. When you think about all these other black characters, you know what I'm saying? Like Storm, she, she grew up in the slums in Africa. You know, uh, you know, uh, Black Panther. You know, is from the fictional Africa. You know what I'm saying? Bishop is from the future. You know, like when you really think about all these black characters that are kind of like you know, like yeah. the top tier. You know, yeah. they don't really have the same kind of like relations that we have yeah. in terms of like growing up in black in America. You know, yeah. and so Static has that. He has that ability to relate. You know what I'm saying? He's a street level character. So, you know, you can do a lot with him. And you know? yeah. and like and like I was going when I was saying like it's like you said, it's relatable and it's and you would think because it's relatable, it'd be easier to make. And like sometimes certain movies we've seen, they just <sighs> missed the missed the whole point of the yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, hopefully, I'm 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 hoping that maybe a lot of the criticisms that's been going down with a lot of the movies, man. I think that you know we've seen so much of the same shit over and over again, man. You know, I'm still a fan. I'm always gonna be a fan. I'm always gonna go out and see the superhero flicks, man. Um, but I just think we need a new yeah. flavor added to the shit. 
you know, you know, Disney is a very formulated company, man. So I, you know, I don't really expect them to break that code anytime soon. But DC, man, they got carte blanche to do whatever, you know. And I feel like with a character like Static, if they wanted to build up a whole milestone world, man, you know, they can go in so many different areas with it, you know. And of course, you know, the 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 foundation of, you know what I'm saying, Milestone was built on, you know what I'm saying, a lot of, you know, the political shit mm-hmm. that, you know, that was going down, you know what I'm saying, with the black community, man. So it's like, yo, don't don't try to shy away from it, man. Go, yeah. go deep into that shit, man. Don't. But they kept it too real, though. I think that's yeah. why it didn't. Drugs. They was talking about AIDS. They was yeah. talking about yep. the economy, drugs. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, don't shy away from that shit. Go into it, man. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a whole different flavor, man. Don't shy away from the shit. I mean, you know, it's it's a part of our community, bro. You know, you know, you we gotta, know it'll work because it's. Yeah. I mean, it's real. Is is really is. Like, I keep saying it's relatable. Exactly. But yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. You know, we'll see how they do it. Marvel, they, I know, will we'll, we'll shy away from that shit. You know, because even like with the whole, um, yeah, you know, Tony Stark being an alcoholic. You know, what I'm saying they, mm-hmm. they tried to skate over that shit. You know, in the in the second one, so I I don't get the all Marvel characters. They're all extremely flawed people. Yeah, like all of them are extremely flawed people, and they never depict that in the movies ever, ever, ever. Like even how and we was just talking about Doctor Strange before we was recording and stuff, and they kind of show him as kind of like not being very much of a very very good dude but they not really going into the depths of kind of some of the stuff because they, they kind of glossed over what even what he did in that movie i don't, don't want to spoil it for people you know what i'm saying too much but they man he, he was, was doing some some kind of yeah <laughs> like the stuff he was doing was wow and they kind of just acted like it was like oh you know you know you just, <laughs> it's all good but it happened, but it didn't. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's weird, man. I, and I, I hope, I hope DC. They just they got a whole new ownership and leadership yeah. and stuff. I hope they they put the right people in place so we can so we can enjoy that. But another note, say I think we could. Uh, I wanted to ask you um, about where you know currently where is your IP? Where where is Trill League? Like what what's going on? I want you know you can get the folks. A update on what's going on and you know what you're looking for you know in the future in the near future or whatever if you will please sir uh man i mean so i just did my kickstarter for my second book which you know uh i'm working on currently trying to finish that one up and lean into the start leaning into production of the third one hopefully sometime by the end of this year um you know we had the animated series that was being uh, that was picked up by quibi but you know uh Quibi kind of, you know, they came and went within, you know, less than a year, you know. (laughs) Right, I was looking forward to that. I I didn't even know Quibi was gone. Yeah, man, yeah, they they disappeared on us (laughs) super super fast, bro. Like, yo, it was funny because it was like, it was just, as soon as we turned in the scripts, like, we had turned in 10 scripts because, you know, Quibi's whole thing was short formatted shit, so um, they told us we could do whatever, you know, they was going to give up. They was going to allot us a hundred minutes of production. We can do whatever we can, you know, we want to do a hundred one minute episodes. And, you know, I always intended truly to be a half hour series. So we gave them 10, 10 minute episodes, man. And uh, they was telling us, they was like, yo, they, they had different departments set up. So they had like a news department. They had like a comedy department, 
you know, they had like their film department and stuff like that. Um, and they were telling us that they actually, the, the shit was so funny. They let every department <laughs> read that shit. And they were like, that shit was fucking hilarious, bro. Like, yo, I got the scripts that we came up with, man. Like, yo, I had one that was, I intended for it to go viral. Like, I was talking mad shit yeah. about Beyonce's fan base and shit like uh, that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I had I had the the, the, the Bayhive set up kind of like it was a spy agency kind of like Tom Brick and shit. You know what I'm saying? Where they fucking like scout out anybody who was talking shit about fucking Beyonce. Um, <laughs> that truly had to go against them and shit like that. Man, like, yo, we had some crazy ass episodes, bro. And so they was like, yo, we they let everybody at, you know what I'm saying, that company reach and the shit was fucking hilarious. So we had turned in the scripts, we had finalized them, man, and we were just kind of waiting for, you know, mm. the, the go-ahead, the green light from the CEO, man. It was like, yo, they kind of had us, you know, on, on pins and needles, man, just kind of waiting. So we got all the way to August, I think it was like August, September, and that was when they, you know, made the announcement that the company was shutting down. Uh, so that kind of, you know, that blew up. Um, but the one thing it is that my, my producers and fifties people was telling me, he was like, yo, I think it worked out for the best. Um, because they weren't aware of what my vision was for the television series. You know, they knew I could write for comics, but they was like, yo, what is your vision as far as like, what's this for TV? And I showed it to them, man. And I think they were like, oh, okay. They was like, yo, this this shit, this shit's going to (laughs) hit. You know what I'm saying? So they was like, all right, we can shop this to the big network. So um over the course of the last year you know they they teamed me up with a, a writer a co-producer which i'm not gonna give away yet man but it's a big writer like big as shit like you know what i'm saying like she's not necessarily like fully known but she's yeah. like on the rise and she's worked on a lot of like like uh emmy you know emmy winning shows and stuff like that man so um she's gonna be my co-producer um, we actually just went out last week to pitch it to a couple of networks and some of them came back the same day that we pitched <laughs> and was like, yo, yeah, we want this. So, so yeah, man. So, you know, that's, that's going, that's in the works right now, you know, again, the, the paperwork and kind of, you know, seeing, you know, who's going to be the highest bidder and stuff like that, man. So it's a lot of good, it's a lot of good shit. Man, yeah. word. That's got to be the best feeling ever. What yeah. you just sit there waiting on offers and seeing all the, you know, it was all your crazy. hard work yo, and sacrifice, crazy, bro. Because, like, yo, I was talking. So, little, I'm gonna give a little backstory into like my shit. So, I, my manager, um, he's a he's a young brother, and um, during our first practice session, we had we had 50s team, mm-hmm. we had Lionsgate team, right? And so they were telling me they was, you know, I was going through the pitch, and you know, black man is, you know, oh yeah, is a controversial character, you know, black man, you know, super super <laughs> controversial character, man. So I'll be like. <laughs> always ask my manager because I'm going into these rooms with these white execs. I'm like, yo, man, I'm like, yo, I'll be like, bro, can I, can I say some of this shit? And so during our first practice pitch, no, our second practice pitch, Lionsgate was like, all right, he was like, yo, you just, he's like, yo, you need to turn up the humor just a little bit more. And so my manager, well, he was like, bro, he was like, look, he was like, don't be scared of these white people. He was like, just, he was like, go all out. So I just started writing some of the most racist shit ever. Right? I was just writing the most racist shit. Like, I wrote out this whole motherfucking, like, routine, dog, just going mad race. And every pitch, yo, I had them lying. Like, it was one network, bro. I had them motherfuckers dying the racist shit that it is I was saying about white folks. Bro. You know they love it. Come on. <laughs> they, yeah, they love that they shit, love bro. It. They love that shit, dog. They... <laughs> so, 
So yeah, man. Um, <laughs> that shit. That shit was crazy, man. So you know, like, yo, I'm like, yeah, this shit's gonna be definitely because I mean, he's actually, you know, yeah. he's like the opposite of Uncle Ruckus. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, you know, Uncle Ruckus all up white people's ass. This motherfucker do not like white people at all. At you know all. what I'm saying? So, so yeah, man. So yeah. I already know, you know, true. Black man. Yeah. But, We've yeah, been like, on since 2014. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We've been on since day one. I cannot yeah. wait for this. Oh, bro, yeah, oh, oh my God. I can't wait. I'm going to support oh. in any and every way that I can possibly support. Where the, where the apparel at? You know what I'm saying? Where the figures at? Where the games at? You know what I'm saying? Where, where is that? All I want it all, man. We need hey, it all. Bro, I appreciate it, man. That's all part of the game uh, plan, dog. Let me you ask know? you a question, though. So, like you were saying, going about the pitches. Like, how do you. How do you personally, like, at pitch after pitch, like, in the beginning, like, it wasn't going how you wanted? And, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, what did you do to keep, just to keep going? You know, I mean, when I, the thing about Trilly, man, is like, yo, a lot of cats had, uh, you know, when I first moved out to Cali, which I moved out here in 2015, yeah, I think 2015 is when I moved out to Cali. And, um, my first pitch meeting was with B. No. So my first pitch was with uh Adi Shancor. Is it Shancor? The cat who came up with the bootleg yeah, university yeah. at the bootleg Power Rangers. Um, and he actually did um Castlevania as well. And so one of his things was is that you know he Powerhouse? Was, Powerhouse? Yeah, yeah. Powerhouse animation. Yeah. And um he does uh so one of his so I met with him and this this was like my first engagement, you know what I'm saying, with like Hollywood and you know kind of like getting the IP out man so I met with one of his people you know they took me out for lunch man we started talking and um you know I thought he was gonna help me get on but his whole thing was he wanted to buy the rights to Trilly you know and you know he was gonna try to get it put on man and you know he was offering me 20k for it you know but I kind of felt like you know I didn't know anything really about it but I was like yo I know this this IP is worth more than that and I had a couple other cats offer me like 25 30k for it you know but uh, my first pitch meeting with like an exec of me actually pitching it myself mm-hmm. came through uh, Woody McClain. And, uh, oh, Kane. Yeah. So <laughs> and he was he had, Bobby Brown. So he went up to, uh, so yeah, it was, it was at the time that he mm-hmm. was doing uh, the new edition movie. Yep. So he had a relation with BET. And so uh, the cat, Jesse Collins, who does the, uh, who was producing um, uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. And he was yeah. also the producer of the BET Awards. Okay. Had new uh, Rodney Barnes. Rodney Barnes, I think, was one of the writers, yeah. and Rodney Barnes worked on Boondocks. So yeah. he had, you know, we met, and he was like, "Yo, I think this, you know, let's pair y'all together, man. We're gonna take this out and sell it and stuff like that." So uh, my first meeting, because they have a first look deal with BET, that was my first meeting, man, and uh, <laughs> that was crazy uh because black man i had explained because one of the jokes behind black man one of the early jokes was you didn't secretly know if he was yeah. smashing a vanilla latte you know what I'm saying? so yeah, he was like okay. you know promoting all this fucking pro-black shit but you know what i'm saying he yeah. was secretly smashing a white girl so when i had brought that joke up at bet and bet is you know mostly ran by mm-hmm. you know they execs are mostly black women man like i had them laughing the whole time until that joke came up and you know man the whole fucking mood changed so they be- and so i was so like, <laughs> Exactly, bro. So I didn't know what the fuck to do because like the energy completely changed. So I'm looking at Jesse. I'm like, yo, bro, what do I do? He was uh, like, you on your uh, own, dog. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 so um 
So they they yeah. they declined it, which is what they wanted because they want because their first look deal requires any ideas that they have they got to take it to BET. So we was gonna take it out, and they wanted me to sign a contract, and I was nervous about signing contracts because I didn't have no lawyer. You know, I didn't know exactly what it was going to restrict me to doing, so I declined the contract. So from there, I had another homie. He hooked me up with a, a, a pitch meeting with Cartoon Network. That shit I remember went south. That. I, I remember that when you was posting. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to pitch at the time, man. Like, I was just rambling, dog. Like, I was just, like, talking. Like, and they was, like, visibly bored after a while, you know? And so uh, they declined the two because they said, you know, they were owned by Warner Brothers. And they were like, yo, we don't want nothing to make it fun of our characters. But I don't even think that that was really what the case was. I think it was more so the fact that I was coming in by myself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just pitching an idea. I don't have no team behind me. They don't know if I can write for television. Yeah. I just think that was just kind of the way of saying, all right, you know, we, you know, we'll find an excuse. So anyway, through that whole process, man, I learned about pitching and shit like that. And then, you know, once I got my management, you know, um, we pitched to Quibi. They picked it up. And then as far as this last round of pitching, man, you know, me and my co-writer, we have been working since November, like getting our, you know, our process down, you know, kind of learning each other and stuff like that, yeah. you know, doing our little tag team thing. And yeah. so through that process, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned how to like really pitch because this, this was really my first time doing like a blitz pitch where you have a concept and you take it out to every network that's interested. So, you know, we was doing, you know, it was me, her, our management team, our agents, 50, you know what I'm saying, in the networks, and we just all in a meeting, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, just going back. Boom, boom. boom. Yeah. You know, yeah, doing a whole routine. So you kind of learn, you know what I'm saying, kind of how, you know, the pitch process, what type of questions they ask, um, you know, what they're looking for, all yeah. that stuff, man. Uh, so, yo, okay, what's it like working with 50? I know that's a whole bunch of folks want to know that one. Uh, man, so I didn't really have a, I haven't really had an opportunity to like really work with 50. You know, me and him, when I first sold it to, when we first sold it to Quibi, uh, he had came to LA, man, and he was, you know, he came in and talked to me and my co-writer, man. That was, you know, that was my first time, you know, conversing with him. And it was, he was pretty cool, man. Like, yo, he, you know, he'll just go on and on and on because the man got so many damn stories. Yeah. You know, yeah. he got so many experiences, man. Like that motherfucker, it just wasn't even like coherent, dog. Like it was just, he was just it, like it wasn't no through line, you know what I'm saying? Like he was just all over the fucking place, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with his stories, I'm like, damn, I'm like, all right, bro, like I get it, but uh, you know, through the I, I, I imagine we're gonna have a lot of fun, man, because he yeah. talks shit, I can talk shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you know, he told us he was like, whatever it is y'all need, you know, you know, I can get access to it, you know what I'm saying, as far as like our uh, our casting and stuff like that, because you know, we want to take you know, some celebrities, you know, and stars and turn them into villains in this universe as well, man. So he was like, yo, you know, whoever it is y'all need that I got access to, you know, we're going to try to get them on board for this project. So wait, 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 I ain't about to let you just, just gloss over that one. Wait, so you saying that it's a possibility that you will have, you know, people from the power universe or the stars, you know, the stars drama universe involved, you know, in, in trail league. I mean, they may, but I'm talking about like, yo, we want to turn like real <laughs> rap stars, you know, it's like like villains and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, let me ask you this question. You know, that's about to be a chance to be Chris Brown on there. <laughs> he might, you, man, because you know, you know that, 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 you know, he might. He, 
He might tell yeah, us you know, rival. I, you dude, know? that's what caught me, oh. the Sparrow and the Drake stuff, man. I, I mean, no, not uh, Sparrow, the Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying, that stuff, man. That, yeah, that'd yeah. be funny, man. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Actually, that would be funny because, yo, when we first met 50, he was talking about how he was like, yo, he was like, all the motherfuckers who beat niggas' asses, <laughs> he's like, it's all R&B cats. And he was yep. like, yo, he was like, Jeremiah, fucking Chris Brown, and Trey Songz. He was Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, so, hey, it could be, could be a thing, man. Um, yeah, oh, you know, man. we want to bring stars and stuff like that into it. You know, we're going to have, like, different villains, you know, um, based around concepts and stuff like that. Um, one of the concepts that I got, I don't even want to say that one because that one's going to be hilarious and shit. But I had, like, Kanye as Thanos. And I had, and that that was one of the episodes that I wrote. Like, so he had like the Infinity Gauntlet, and like I had the the uh, all the Infinity Gems called the Kardashian Crystals. So basically, each of the Kardashians <laughs> had like their own little crystal that could warp reality and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they reality stars, yeah. and so he had to collect <laughs> the Kardashian crystals from each of the Kardashians and Jenners. You know what I'm saying? To complete the gauntlet and fucking change reality and shit like that. So oh it's just God. like concepts like that, you know, that we want to fucking do, man. <laughs> yeah, they baby daddies involved and stuff too. You said we got what? I said, was they baby daddies involved in it? I couldn't I couldn't put the baby daddies in that episode, man, because it was only 10 minutes, but you know, oh, half an hour was old. Yeah, you know, you might have to hey, fight, might have to fight hey, them off, the, you know. The Rob Kardashian <laughs> Stone be the weakest one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they got no stone. Hey, it don't even exist. What you mean? Hey, man, we got we, plenty of concepts, man. You know, I had uh, I don't even know. I can get this one away, man. My Beyonce episode. So that that episode is gonna be crazy because I was gonna be talking mad shit about Beyonce and um the Bay High. Just just to, you know, just ruffle some feathers. Just That's to gonna get, fire you know them up saying? too. Talking. So yo, yeah. I had this character, and she was gonna be like a spy who was like trying to help uh one Disha. Mm get away at the time and you know she's gonna have like the fucking the shades and the fuck you know the trench coat and shit like that and so mm-hmm. she's like talking to she like pulled one these to like you know this like fucking bunker and she like talking to her and she's like yo you need to get the fuck up out of here she's like you know they have gonna fuck you up you know what i'm saying she's like yo they not gonna stop until you dead and so she like give her like you know she give her like a fucking she give her a boat ticket she give her like you know what i'm saying new papers and shit like that and she like, yo, y'all, you know, you need to get the fuck up out of here. So one Disha on the way out, she like, yo, she like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And her name is Widowmaker in the fucking in the, in the thing. But then she tell her, she's like, yo, she's like, you may have known. She was like, I used to be like you. She was like, my name at once a point in time used to be Carrie Hilson. And so one Disha was like, yo, she's like, who? And so Carrie like, yo, get the fuck up out of here. And so it was just like little shit like that, man. I wanted to insert into the shit. You know, just talking shit about everybody. <laughs> Oh yeah, you yeah, could go, man. man. You could. That's that's what make it. That's what make it so cold because you can go in so many different directions, and all of it's gonna hit. All of yeah, it's gonna man. hit them different fan bases and the different people who support yep. the folks or the people who don't like the folks exactly. much yep. or whatever. Oh man, did you? Hey, did you do a? Did you do a Sierra Sierra uh, West, Russell Wilson like couple Bonnie? I want to say Bonnie and Clyde, but like a couple a couple's dynamic situation. I wanted to like so I gotta I gotta work on it, but I had a, a concept uh like I wanted to mix in like future 
and have one of his kids be like cable. <laughs> so like he sent his statements like, a, like that. And, the, <laughs> and one of the kids come back, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like fucking God is trying to fucking kill, you know what I'm saying? Future and shit like that. I got to work on that concept. Now. <laughs> so, yo, <Yeah>, man. <laughs> It's never ended, man. It's, yeah, it's, man, it's there, bro, you it's, can go. It's gonna be crazy, man. This man, is gonna be. You can insane. do all the nonsense because it's, it's telling you, man. You feel it, of uh, you feel it, a void for real. But it's so nobody's touching on this. On the, oh, you know what I'm saying? The industry in this fashion, these niggas are hilarious. Like so, <laughs> I will get all of all the nonsense that's going on. Oh my god, is. It's too many. It's too many people. It's, un, it's, it's unlimited, man. For it all, man. It's it's too much, man. It's too much. But yeah, man. All I can say, though. like, dude, I'm still tripping on that. That's my. <laughs> I like the, hey, the Kanye. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. a lot. It's a lot of concepts, dog. That you know, um, me and my co-writer, man. We already know that the writers' room is going to be. It, it's going to be insane, man. Just trying to figure out all the concepts of this. You know, because it's not it's not all going to be, you know, celebrities and shit like that, man. You know, we got, you know, we got concepts that we want to do. Um, so, you know, well, like you I got, got things got one, that you want to hit on. And yeah, you know yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, we definitely you know, got topics. Coming. You know, like I got that character race card, man, as far as talking about, you know, uh, being, you know, well, not, he, he's not mixed, but you know what I'm saying? Talking about, you know, the expectations of, you know, what it means to be black yeah. versus what it means to be white. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, man, so yeah, I definitely want to talk on a lot of, you know, social and racial, you know, topics, nah. you know. Man, you got any, you got any, got any Karen. Uh, I want to, I want to be in this right. I can come up, I can give you 25 random ideas of different stuff that, that, that can be well, hit on and take. Hey, hey, bro. Like, yo, man, I already know. First season, I, she's, I know she's gonna, you know, she's gonna have, her, some of her picks that she wants to bring into the writer's room. But that's one of my things that I'm nervous about. Um, I ain't going to say I'm even nervous about it because I know, you know, we'll, we'll be able to do it. But the thing is, is what I really want is people who understand black culture and also mm-hmm. understand this comic book shit, you know? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing, like, I'm kind of nervous about because I think people can tell jokes. It's people who can tell jokes and it's people who know the comic book shit, yeah. but necessarily can you do both, can you, do you know both. what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I'm looking for those those comedy writers who know yeah. that So that basically the blending of the world. Yeah. No, they got to be able to know both. Exactly, yeah, yeah both. man. You know you what I'm saying? To. You got to know how to connect those, you know, yeah. connect the two ideas. Because you know? we going to know. Because uh, the people the people who know both, they we going to judge it. I'm going to be like, yeah, this, yeah exactly. He, yeah. Don't know, he don't know comics. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or they'll be like, oh, this ain't funny. And he don't know the culture. He don't understand. Yeah, exactly. You know what yep. I'm saying? Or it's tone deaf. You know what I'm saying? Or yep. something something like that. Because it, it's like what you're doing is you adding an element. I mean, it's still educational. Like it's all these is all jokes and it's all funny, but you still teaching folks. It's people who gonna see, you know what I'm saying, your depictions of these characters and their and their, you know, and their different story arcs and stuff, and they're gonna learn some stuff and they're gonna be exposed to things that they never even thought about. But it's gonna be funny. It's yeah. just gonna be real too though. So Yeah, man. And, my co writer, she uh her father was oh, a man, black panther too, you know. So man, so yeah, yeah, man. So you know, she was when she saw the project, man. She was hyped about it, you know. Um, oh man, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we definitely not gonna question. be doing some educating. I got some Chicago. I got to meet uh, Fred Hampton. Now, question: Um, is it gonna be like <laughs> one, like, a, like the type that this episode, like an episode, come on, 
will it connect to the next or is just like satire or it is i mean we uh we we going big banks is is definitely going in the series yeah. and that's going to be you know that's going to be that's going to be the follow through i don't yeah. want to say too much on that part but yeah it's definitely going it's going it's going to be a hybrid but everything it is in terms of like what i presented in the comics man i'm trying to find a way to bring it into the television series you know and we we had to do some restructuring of uh some of it so you know some of it is going to change you know like tam tam is not going to be in the series he might make an appearance maybe yeah. later but probably not the first season you know, he's not part of the core team. Uh, you know, the other ancillaries, you know, Peaches, Q, Soul, all that stuff like that. You know, I want to find a way to bring them into the series, but those the, the main four are Black Main, uh, Swole, Wandisha, who, who's both of whose name I changed, but I'm not going to say what they changed to. Um, mm-hmm. And Sparrow, and then Swole and Wandisha aren't in a relationship just because yeah. of the, the, the dynamics. You know what I'm saying? In terms of how we want the characters to riff off each other. Um, I figured it was best for them not to be in a relationship. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, we rebooting it. You know, what you know essentially about the characters is going to stay the same, but we have to restructure it, you know what I'm saying, to fit within, you know, something yeah. that works for an animated sitcom. That's That was interesting that you said that they're not in a relationship. They don't have that romantic, they don't have that romantic involvement, but them being platonic, you know what I'm saying, having a platonic relationship, that's going to open up all kind of stuff because, right, they're going to be able to have love interests outside of exactly, each yes. other, and they're very, like, yeah. physically attractive, supposed to be physically attractive characters, so you know and it's going to be all kind of dynamics, all kind of dynamics that you can play off of that. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's, that's solid. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the main thing, too, because my whole thing is that I want them to Kind yeah. of play off each other like Martin mm-hmm. and them. You know, mm-hmm. as far as like, especially them being like the two most powerful members of the team, because you know, Sparrow and Black Man Human, but they yeah. technically, you know, they Superman and Wonder Woman. So it's like yeah. you know, they're gonna be talking shit about each other the entire time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, so you know what we built in terms of like what we wrote for Quibi, man. You know, we gonna expand on that. You know, for the half hour series. But yeah, in terms of like that, don't, don't their dynamic, man, yeah. is gonna be a lot more interesting because they aren't real. And that's dope, man. Um, Cause like the fact that with like with the pant with okay so what it is and you said Martin and Pam so I feel like that opens the door for hella 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 jokes <laughs> on a on a pay like if you think of, if you really think about it and like so far with the humor that you laid the foundation for with uh Trilly like it's gonna be some outlandish some outlandish ass jokes <laughs> it is man yeah yeah they just gonna be riffing off each other the entire time man, and they kind of hate each other you know yeah. i had some other character you know um traits that i added you know what i'm saying to them too um that you know i, I won't expand on them but you know what i'm saying it's just gonna make it so much more that they kind of clash because in terms of like how they're treated in in, in yeah. the world they're like celebrities in a sense, you know what I'm saying? And she's really like the biggest celebrity of them all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh so you know, she kind of think, you know, mm-hmm. she the shit, you know, she gonna be talking mad shit, you know what I'm saying, the swole all the fucking time. But there's another character trait that I don't want to expand on. Yeah. Why she really gonna be talking shit to the swole man. Um, but yeah, man, like yo, you know, it, it's it's gonna be hilarious, bro. Like not only from the villains, but just you know, the way the characters kind of riff off each other and shit. Um it, it, it's a lot, man. And like I say, we had a fun time writing that Quibi series. 
we had a lot of dope ideas, man. I think it just showed them the potential of what this series is, and we wasn't even scratching the surface, you yeah. know, all the concepts, man. Like, um, my manager had just talked about uh, he had because he's out in Atlanta right now, and so he was telling me how he saw two chains come into a restaurant, and so we on this like we on this uh just mm-hmm. five four way conversation texting each mm-hmm. other. It's like me, my co writer, fifties uh, agent, and my my manager slash agent. And so he's like, yo, we just seen two chains um, at the restaurant the other day. And I had just said, yeah. I was watching the Suns Mavs game last Friday. And I was like, yo, I just seen two chains on the screen. He was like, yo, he was like, yeah, that's what he's like. I just reminded that I seen the other day. And so then fucking 50s agent coming, he texts us a screenshot of two chains and it showed his name up under that, yeah. that he's his agent. And it was like, yo, he was like, yeah, man, he was like, we should be able to get him. And two yeah. chains is one of my favorite rappers. And I had already had a character concept for him. So he was like, yeah, man, he was like, we can get him. You know, we can talk to him. You know, if we want to, you know, include him as a character. And I already had a character. You know, I had a character. I had some sort of hybrid of him and, um, is it not, not Lobo. I had a, a concept for him. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Yeah. Lobo. I haven't fully fleshed it out yet, but you know, the whole, the whole two chains concept, man. So, um, so yeah, man, it's, it's, it's going to be dope, bro. I'm excited yeah. already. About <laughs> it. Right, you legit got me more hype. You know what I'm saying for everything that's coming out. <laughs> I, yeah, we say we've been it's been building up, and we know you've been you've been master crafting it. You know, you and your team or whatever. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cooked up to perfection by the time it's released, or by the time everything is is going and stuff. Man, that's <laughs> I'm I'm super hyped to see what y'all what y'all got up y'all sleeves. Yeah, just man, off of the little bit you said, share man, with, like. You know. Dude, I, I'm over here just like, shit. <laughs> I'm over here just like looking like trying to figure out what to say next. Like, I'm going to ask more questions, but you know, I know how it is. You can't say too much about it, but hey, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm most definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, man, it's definitely going to be something never seen before, bro. Like, I'm, I'm hyped, you know, I'm hyped for what, for where we're going, man. You know, with the, you know, the next book. Third book, you know what I'm saying? Bringing this thing to life. Um, you know, I'm actually mm-hmm. pitching another series as well. Uh, another animated series. Uh, I would love for them to exist in the same universe, but, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. You know, we got to get the legal out. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's a lot of exciting stuff taking place, bro. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped, man. If all, this, if all this stuff, you know, pans out, bro, like, yo, it's, it's, it's going to be uh, – I think what we're going to bring to life, man, is going to be, you know, of course, people going to compare it to the boondocks, but I think it's going to be, you know, something way now, better. Now, is it with you the know? working on the show and the the comic, has has that been kind of real tedious for you? So right now, man, it has been just because I'm right now I'm clearing up a couple of other projects because I got a couple of homies that I promised, you know, I would do some illustration work but for their projects. So I'm like clearing out a slate. Uh, projects that I had kind of stacked up, uh, been pitching the shows, um, and then working on the second book as well. So it has been kind of tedious, man. I'm trying to figure out, you know, a, a better workflow. Like I got to bring in, you know, some collaborators, you know, probably try to find a colorist who can take over for me. Um, right now, you know, I'm just finishing up the second book, but as far as like the third book, 
and moving forward. Because one of the things I do want to do is I probably want to do another book that's yeah. more in tangent with the animated series. So, you know, I'll probably produce another book as well while trying to finish up this whole storyline that I introduced in the first book. And uh, just try to find some, you know, some collaborators, man, to work with me so I can, you know, streamline the process while I'm working on both. But yeah, it has been a little bit tedious, bro. It's been a little bit tedious, man. But, you know, that, that's really just because I'm just, I'm clearing out a bunch of other projects that I've been kind of like, just letting yeah. like, consi- you know, yeah, keep going. I was over here thinking about the whole time. I'm like, damn, he working on this and the book. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was about to, I was about to ask you, man, because because the fact that I brought that up is a reason. Oh, with that, with that, with the workload, you say you got some, you working for stuff with friends, you cleaning up slates. When do you have downtime? <laughs> Barely, <laughs> dog. <laughs> barely man like yo dog, i told myself bro i was like yo i'm so glad i can't wait till these series get sold dog because uh i was like yeah. yo I, you know i ain't gotta work this hard man <laughs> i was like i ain't gonna and then i thought about it, i was like nah that ain't gonna happen you're gonna be working even more man more <laughs> so so yo man so i don't know when i'm gonna have some downtime bro like uh it, it's kind of crazy man once you kind of set some shit in motion you know you kind of can't you, you you can't veer from the path you know um uh, and my goal is I had I had, was going through my Facebook because you know Facebook you know they'll send you that shit like I don't yeah, know if y'all don't. use Facebook anymore but uh you know, that's what's up Facebook man <laughs> but sometimes you know they'll give you like the whole you know the memories and shit like that yeah. you know you said this fucking ten years ago you said this five years ago man and one of the things that came up and I was saying uh back when I was uh in my mom's basement I was like yo I kind of I want to be a music producer and I want to start my own animation studio. You know, I was like, it's going to take a lot of work to do that. And I wrote that back in 2010. And I had just looked at it and I was kind of like, damn, yo, you know, I've been on this fucking journey for like 12 years, dog, you know, trying to do both, you know, because I used to make beats when I was in college. That was actually the reason I got kicked out of college was because I was, you know, I was fucking around with the beats and that was kind of taking my attention away from my studies. So, uh, you know, and I still wanted to do it in some way in capacity, but I had to sell my equipment because I was fucking broke as shit. So I sold my equipment, started doing the comic thing because I could draw, but I had to teach myself how to do all that shit, man. But I wanted to combine the two loves. And, um, you know, I, I just been kind of trying to, you know, build both of those, man. And it's just kind of crazy. Like, you know, so many years later, it's like, oh, damn, you know what I'm saying? You about to be working with, yeah. you know, TV and, you know what I'm saying, all these musicians and shit like that. So, uh, so yeah, man, it's, it's just one of those things, man. It's like you, you kind of build it, you kind of can't stray from it. So I don't know when I'm going to have no free time, bro, to be honest with you, man. <laughs> Sound like good problems, though, man. That's, right. that's good. That's good problems. I mean, you're working. You know? Yeah, man, I want to do something for black animation, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know a lot of cats working in this industry, a lot of artists, and, you know, um, I, you know, I just know so many artists, man, who, you know, they want to get their visions out and stuff like that. And animation is just such a, it's such an expensive, yeah. you know, medium, man. It takes a lot, you know, organization and stuff like that, man. So, you know, one of my goals is, man, is to kind of, you know, make sure this goes as smoothly as possible um, and show how successful it can be. And so hopefully that'll start opening people's eyes because, you know, that's how Hollywood work, man. They see that one successful thing. They start trying to, you know, Bring more and more of that shit in. So it's yeah, so it's like, you know, if if we can make black animation more successful, 
you know what I'm saying, and show that, you know, it's it's something not only just yeah. our community want to see, but, you know what I'm saying, the entire world, you know what I'm saying, is interested in, because, you know, hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, is the, the, the number one music yeah. genre worldwide. Yeah. So, you know, they love our culture, man, so it's like, yo, let's pull that shit into, you know, animation as well, and especially with it being a superhero shit being the number one, you know what I'm saying, entertainment genre across the world, it's like, yo, we gonna pull those eyes, yeah, no, man, no so... Yep. Yeah, man. So that's that's part of my goal is to kind of, you know, just try to make this a really successful project and then hopefully, you know, allow other artists to kind of branch off and do their own things and kind of, you know, bring prominence, yeah. and you know what I'm saying, to the art form. So we want to do too, we want to promote that as, as the media, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's our goal and our job to kind of share these, share this, share these types of things with everybody so we can right. all support and make it happen. Yeah. It, won't, it won't get off the ground if we don't support it. We don't make it happen. And that means money. That means yeah. spending buying niggas be trying to act like they don't hear that part everybody want to say i support something man like yeah no buy it buy something but like kudos to you though man doing it for so long man and staying the course man like for real because like it's a lot of people who like you you see them with a path with with illustration anything like nowadays they go so far and they don't stay the course but hey man I tip my hat to you because, like, it's from everything I see and from everything you tell, it's paying off, bro. Definitely. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate, it, brother. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's been a rough journey, man. You know, one day, I'm hoping one day I get the opportunity to really, you know, divulge into the the, the journey, man. As far as you know, everything it is that it took, man. Because um, oh yeah, you know, art is hard, dog. <laughs> you know, Art is not art is not easy, man. It's a very um, it, it right. takes a lot of time to produce work, you know. So it's just one of them things, man. Like you know, I've, I've constantly wanted to kind of just like, all right, man, let me just go ahead and throw in a towel, dog. Let's do, let me do something else. But every time I had that thought, man, something else transpired. So you know, that was kind of the universe's way of telling me, all right, bro, keep going, keep going, right. keep going. That's what you, you know? meant to do? Yeah, that's what you meant to you do. Know? So, and I think that's one of the things too that I want to, you know. Um, you know, project on to you know a lot of younger artists, man, is you know push your passion out there. You know, we li- we live in an age now where you know you can reach so many people. You know, beforehand, you know, in our generation, you know, these kids now, you know, they they don't know anything else outside of social media. But you know, when we was growing up, man, you know, uh, you didn't know any of this shit. You know, what I'm saying you didn't know how to access any of these things. You didn't know how to access, you know people that was doing the things it is that you wanted to do. You know, when I was growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons, you know, I didn't know how to, you know, reach out to studios oh. or what it is that I needed to learn and stuff like that, man. You had no idea. No and idea. artists man. and stuff, being able to follow the pages of the illustrators and the artists and the writers and yeah, you can man, actually like, see what they doing. And, or even yeah. the jobs. Like, even the jobs. Like, yo, my manager, he had told me when I first moved out here, he was like, yo, he was like, have you ever thought about writing before? And I was like, what you mean writing? He was like, I like writing for TV. And I was like, no, nah, I never, never even thought about that. He's like, I think you can, man. He's like, you can tell jokes. And I was like, yeah. I didn't even think about that shit. Like, I, like, growing up, I didn't even think of that as a job, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't think about television writing as a job. You know what I'm saying? And he had to introduce me to that. So it's like, yo, you know, think about that. If a kid is armed with that, knowing that that's something that they should probably start paying attention to, writing straight out of, you know, high school, college, man, they could probably, you know, pursue a job like that as opposed to waiting until their 30s, you know what I'm saying, to kind of get, you know, yeah. you know, privy to that shit. So, oh, yep. 
you know, yeah. so my thing is, you know, like once I get to that stage, man, I just want to project to, you know what I'm saying, like these young, inspiring artists, man, like, yo, just push the shit out there, man. And if you show the passion that you got behind anything, right. man, people and that's where we come to in shit. too. Like, that's why I thought it was very important that people find out who Anthony Piper is as an artist, all that stuff. Yeah. Before the world, no, before everybody blow up, because you about to, you going to blow up and you going to be blow up even more than what you already have. And then everybody going to be just filling in, you know, with whatever they want, but you be able to get your messages and, you know what I'm saying? Your visions and stuff out there. So I appreciate it. Appreciate having you, man, man. Cause I know I can sit here and (laughs) talk your head off, bro. Until like (laughs) forever, bro. But I gotta, I got, I gotta say, man, it's been an honor and a pleasure, bro. Like, Another artist to another, you know what I'm saying? Like, thank you, bro. Thank you. Uh, no, nah, man, appreciate you, man. Anytime, you know what I'm saying? My people, you know, reach out to me, you know what I'm saying, to chop it up about art, man. Never appreciate no hesitation, that. you know? Yeah. Um, anything else, Smitty? Got something to say, dog? No, nah, man, I'm hyped <laughs> up for Trill League. <laughs> For the for book for issue two, I'm hyped up for issue two and the animation and the prospect and the the different the difference between the two. You know, we actually getting a real thing, something that's that's comparable to the the Japanese mangas and animes. Like that's the I mean, not to say we trying to exactly copy and necessarily in a bad way, but being having our yeah. representation of our stuff and yeah. the quality of what we want with the aesthetic of what we want and the music, what we want, the setting of what we want, the images of what we want, all of that combined. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not an artist. I'm just a fan. Like <laughs> uh, Y'all, y'all can draw and be super creative. I, I'm not that one, but I definitely appreciate y'all talents and what y'all are doing for real. So uh, second with Sean saying, appreciate you being here. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Um, like I said, you got a fan in us, but for, for, you know what I'm saying? Forever, we're going to support whatever you do for real. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. I definitely will be reaching out, you know what I'm saying, once the series, you know, is uh, we ready to do the promo tour, you know, and start, you know, doing all the promos and getting the show out there and all that stuff like that, man. I'll definitely be reaching back out. So, that, that's what I'm talking about. So, we can get some stuff out here. There's some folks that, you know, we want to, we just want to put our people on. We want to put our, you know, we call, we call our listeners, our watchers, uh, citizens of the village hitting in the real. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we call them. So we want to put them on to as much dope shit as possible. That is why we created this. It was to put people on the dope shit for real. And this is the dopest shit you can possibly (laughs) get at this point. Honestly, like it can't, I really can't even think of nothing that'd be cooler to have on our show for real because of what everything you represent. That's what we've been talking about for the last hour. Oh man. I get Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your work. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for, you know what I'm saying, for sharing sharing your gifts, you know what I'm saying, with us. So thank you for all, all right, of that. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. Mm-hmm.